Head over to the new championshipwrestlingmemphis.com where you can find brand new superstar t-shirts. Custom matches are on sale now from our women's division. And of course, we are now enrolling for our brand new training center. Get all the rates and info on how you can become a pro wrestler or sports entertainer at championshipwrestlingmemphis.com slash training. This episode is brought to you by Spunk Lube. Spunk Lube is the perfect blend of water and silicone. It is an all-purpose personal lubricant that can be used for any occasion. You will love the natural feeling and look of it. It is safe for sensitive skin. Go to spunklube.com and tell them shooting the shiznit sent you. You better tell someone. Tell someone about stspod.club. Tell them now. Call them. Text them. Tell them. Telegram. Send them video messages. Whatever. Tell them. Right Notes, the first book by Twitter influencer Lance Levine. It's a wild ride down a path of musical adventure that recaps many random run-ins with rock royalty, such as U2, Slash, The Ramones, The Goo Goo Dolls, and many more. And all the crazy occurrences that have happened to him that trace back to music. All the Right Notes is 209 pages sure to bring a smile to your face and to remind you how much music has probably touched your life as well. All the right notes available now on Amazon in paperback for $14.99 and on Kindle for all you tech warriors for $9.99. Also at local Chicago bookstores, as well as Rolling Stone Records on Harlem and Irving. If you can't find it, ask for it by name. All the right notes by Lance Levine. And I have been told I could not put it down. I read it all in one day. So order it now and see what all the fuss is about. Be the first to see the brand new Memphis Wrestling Wrestle Center. Our grand opening is Sunday, May 2nd, featuring Memphis legend Jerry Jarrett, courtesy of Pro Shingle. Limited tickets are available now at championshipwrestlingmemphis.com. We are at Chokehold, the podcast, once again. Of course, we're in the fudge-covered Oreo studios here in Chicago. We are joined by the one and only Chicago's sweetheart, Missa Kate. Uh, hey, Missa. Hello. Uh, poster in the background, by the way. Uh, the Elvis thing? Yeah, that's Elvis yeah. holding a Reese's banana, limited edition banana peanut butter cup. That's what Oh, yeah, because that was like his thing, right? It was a thing. Yeah, yeah. banana and peanut butter. And yeah, I worked for, for a time, I worked for Hershey. And so I had that cut out in my store and I'm like, I got to have that. So that's what that awesome. is. You're the first person who's asked what that is. So thank no. you for giving my, me the opportunity to explain that. 
No, of course. No, my grandma's like a huge fan, so she got me into him. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. So we (laughs) I do a show about music too. So I would not be doing an Elvis show, but I'll I'm gonna get to a music question later in the show. So Miss Kate, I've struggled with your name. I asked you before when we went back and forth, do I call you Missa? Do I call you Kate? So what it I assume Missa Kate is like your shoot name, but it's like there's a last name like Moskowitz or something, like Joe <laughs> Elliott in Def Leppard. The last name is Moskowitz or something. So is Missa Kate is a shoot? It's a character? What is it? Um, it's both. So it's my nickname. Okay, gotcha. Um, my real name is Melissa. My middle name is Kathleen. I gotcha. So my aunt would always call me Missa Kate. So it just kind of like I just went with it. So got it. There I am. And, so it's both and neither at the same time. <laughs> yeah. And so you are one of your monikers is Chicago's sweetheart. So mm-hmm. what's what is the character? What is Chicago's sweetheart supposed to be? Um, Chicago's sweetheart. Um, she likes uh, hot dogs, Chicago style hot dogs. Oh my dish. god, yeah. Everything, anything and everything Chicago. Um <laughs> Got it. anything food. Uh, <laughs> but um, no, she's just uh sarcastic little oh perfect one time i guess <laughs> all right sarcastic you'll fit right in here yeah. so all right so let's get the we'll get the obvious questions out of the way first so how long have you been wrestling um it's going to be four years including training and working matches this coming may may wow. 19th to be exact so, so still still kind of newish to the whole thing what got yeah. you what got you into it what got you started like, um what inspired you Lita, a hundred percent Lita. Um, really? I saw her. Yeah. Um, so it's weird. I have like two first matches that I always say, um, the first match I ever saw wrestling wise was John Cena's debut against Kurt Angle, which of mm-hmm. course was in Chicago, which I was like, Oh, the like poetry and stuff. Like it's, it's cool to me. Cause right. I'm like, Oh, of course. Um, but the second match that I saw after that was, uh, edge versus Matt Hardy in a ladder match. Lita accompanied Edge to the ring, and the winner would stay on Raw. The loser would go to SmackDown. And this was, like, in the heat of – or near the tail end of their, like, long storyline, which really Mm -hmm. wasn't a storyline. But, yeah, I saw her, and she wasn't, like, scared to get into it with the guys and stuff like that. So I was just like, oh, she's cool. She's not like the other chicks, obviously. She's not trying to be, like, the blonde bombshell and all that fun stuff. So I was like, oh, she's cool. She's like – and it reminded me of myself because I was always, like, edgy tomboy whatnot so yeah so i never really related to the other chicks so i saw her and i was just like i was hooked okay so you're inspired by her what's weird to me is that in watching some of your matches and doing my homework for this my first thought and i don't i don't know if you've ever heard this but my first thought was mickey james like i I see so much mickey james (laughs) in you not only like I mean, I'd say, but like your body type, the way mm. your your look is Mickey mm. James, your your like fluidity in the ring, yeah, um, and just your move set. I think you're always in the right place at the right time. Honestly, I mean, I've watched mm. the very first match with Shotzi, um, and I watched a re- a more recent match with Elena Black, and I'm like, you've really come a long way, and not blowing smoke <laughs> up your ass or anything like that, but you've really come a long way. Not and. It wasn't like awful or anything at the beginning, but I saw so much Mickey James in you. So I (laughs) assumed, I assume Mickey James was such an influence for you. No, she definitely is. Um, It's, it's just one of those things where like Lita got me hooked. So she's Mm -hmm. the main person, but no, Mickey James definitely is a big influence. Her and the whole Trish feud. um, I was one of the ones that was cheering for Mickey throughout that whole thing. 
because okay. um, she was cool and like fun and all that stuff. So no, I've definitely gotten Mickey James a couple times. Gotcha. So you like, mentioned. Yeah, go, like I'm sorry. It. Go ahead. No, I mean that was pretty much it. No, I'd rather be her than um, I guess other people. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. I know what you mean. So yeah. back in the in the Attitude Era. So yes. um, were you? You mentioned you're always been a tomboy. Were you an, a jock in school too? Oh yeah. I, oh yeah. Athlete all around. I played soccer for 17 years, um, basketball for on and off gymnastics, figure skating, hip hop. If you call that count that, um, just kind of like everything and anything. I got like a taste of everything. So yeah, ever since I was younger, my mom, I was like a busybody. So my mom's like, we have to get you into sports or something like you're driving me yeah. nuts. <laughs> so, <laughs> all that nervous energy. You got to yeah, channel it into exactly. something. Yeah. So, and, and you trained, I'm assuming you're in Chicago. You trained in Chicago, I'm guessing. Yeah. So originally I trained with Steve Boz at uh, Chicago style wrestling for mm -hmm. the first two years of me wrestling. And now I'm with freelance who I've been with, with the, almost two years now as well, if not more. Um, but yeah, so I'm at freelance now. So awesome. Mm -hmm. I think I've seen you in a couple freelance matches. Mm -hmm. Like, um, I know I saw you tagging with somebody in a, in a tournament. I mean, yeah. God, it's been so long since Maybe we've been bang. able to be at, at live shows. Yeah, 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 mm -hmm. that's right. That was I, one of the last shows, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. That, before the shutdown. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. so you're working with them like on a regular basis? Um, I'm still, I don't know. I'm weird. Like how you were saying earlier, I'm like kind of not as new. I'm like in this weird limbo where I'm right. like, I'm not fully green, but I'm not a vet. I'm just kind of here. Uh, yes. Well, so. it had to be weird that you had to take so much time off in 2020, you know? I mean, I don't know. Did you take time off? Um, well, yeah, well, every, we, you know, freelance is always, even now, like coming back to training, they've always been, they care about us, which is awesome. Obviously they actually care about the students. So right. we have to like, you know, take COVID tests to practice and all that stuff monthly, um, regulate everything. Um, but yeah, so we had to shut down, obviously the school was like mm -hmm. better safe than sorry. Um, but no, yeah, it's, it was rough. Um, it was, especially again, like I was saying, like I'm a busybody. So mm -hmm. when you like, keep me in a box. It drives me nuts. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I was like chomping at the bit to get back in the ring. Yeah. So is there a shoot job? Is there something that keeps you occupied when you're not training? Yeah. So right now I work at Athletico. Um, I am also currently in school. I'm working on getting my bachelor's. It's taking way longer than I would like, but it's getting there. Um, so yeah. Bachelor's so, in something athletic. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That and I have sense. a minor, I have a minor in disability as well. Um, Got it. so the end goal for school, um, if I ever get there, when I get there is physical mm -hmm. therapy or athletic training, because again, I'm a jock, I'm around, you know, it's my, it's my element. That's what I like. So, right. um, trying to find a way to balance wrestling in both or, and, right. uh, uh, physical therapy eventually, but right. we'll see where it goes, but yeah. So Once how does wrestling? That's my dream. <laughs> how, how does fitting in like is it tough to fit in having a shoot job with wrestling, or you try to make it balance? I mean, there's got to yeah. be times where you're like, "Hey, we need you in St. Louis for an indie show with 40 <laughs> people." You know? Yeah. Is it tough? Um. <clears throat> yeah. I'm so I'm a big planner. So I would show people uh, right before quarantine my like schedule when I say I like wrote it out for the full week. Mm -hmm. From the second I woke up, I'm like literally like, okay, eat breakfast, go to school. Okay, <laughs> you have 
this time to do homework, this time to go to the gym, trainings here, shows here, you know? So like I would have to fully plan out my weeks like that mm-hmm. in like these time slots. Um, and that helped a lot, but yeah, it definitely gets challenging. Um, you, it's, especially when it's easier now because stuff's online. Like, don't get me wrong. They still mm-hmm. overload us with homework and whatnot, but it's not as bad. Um, it's not as overloading. So yeah, it sucks when you have like an exam due this night, but then you got to go drive like to Wisconsin right, right, or something like that. So yeah, which so is bad, but still when you know you have something to do the next day. Yeah. You sound like me. You want to keep sleep to an absolute minimum. Cause I, yeah, I always yeah. say sleep is such a waste of my time. Yes, I don't want to yes. This is what stop I say that. all the time. Five hours is way too much. So yeah, I, I know. when I hear these people talk about, Oh, I need my eight hours. I'm like, no, eight hours. Can you imagine how much more shit you'll get done if you pass that up? Yeah, Forget exactly. That. I'm like, I'm, I mean, I'm a little nuts, but like I'll sleep. And not as much now, but during that time period, I was sleeping probably like four hours a night. Yeah. So love it. Yeah. So (laughs) you're sarcastic and you barely sleep. So we're birds of a feather here. So anyway, um, (laughs) talking about your merch, I've seen the the Krispy Kreme merch is one thing. And so I'm assuming you're a Krispy Kreme fan. Yeah. I mean, who's not? I mean, let's face it. Yeah. I mean, it's a donut. Come on. It's sugar. What, what, (laughs) What inspired the connection there to do merch that looks like that? Um, I have actually been told, so like my cheat day, that's usually my go-to, um, is like Krispy Kreme or donuts or something like that. Um, <laughs> specifically a Krispy Kreme bacon burger, which you just, uh, oh, yeah. yeah, you know what I'm talking about where you yeah, yeah. Oh, and yeah. use it as the bun for, oh, so good. Anyway, uh, but yeah, so I'd always like talk about it and like, I joke around and I'm like, Krispy Kreme's having a sale and all this stuff. So people would always like, oh, you need like merch or something. And <laughs> so like fans actually like pushed me to do it. And luckily Vinny at uh, Pro Wrestling Tees, um, he was able to do it. And you saw yeah. uh, the t-shirt. He did a freaking fantastic job. Yeah, it looked great. It looked yeah, great. so I didn't even have to direct him or anything. I was just like, hey, I have an idea. Um, can you make my name like a Krispy Kreme shirt? And That's he's like, so like this? And he, I was just like, yeah, just like perfect. that. Perfect. Yeah, so, yeah. perfect. Awesome. So, And then the other thing I noticed is your gear. So much of your gear is checkerboard. And so I'm like, okay, so there's a new Cheap <laughs> Trick album. So I'm like, is is it Cheap Trick inspired or is it NASCAR inspired? Or what's the checkerboard story? Um, I just, uh, when I was younger too, I used to kind of skate. Like I said, I did many things. Yes. So I was like a little skate nerd, I guess, um, because my older <laughs> cousins. So Vans, obviously, when they came out, I thought like checkers and stuff was like a cool design. Um, and apparently everybody else thought so, too. So now everybody has checkered in their gear. Yeah. So I'm just kind of venturing out. Um, I'm not going to be the checkered chick anymore. <laughs> but uh, um, but yeah, no, I've gotten like NASCAR and stuff like that. And I'm just like, no. and because of that, too, I'm like, OK, maybe I got to change it up a little bit. So, yeah, I just like I like funky designs. Yeah. You could always go with the Cheap Trick thing, because like I said, Cheap Trick is a legendary band from Rockford, so close by, so you could always go with that. So anyway, all right, we're going to take a quick break, we're going to pay some bills, and we'll be right back with part two with Missa Kate. I'll be here. Me too. Jerry Jarrett is coming home to Memphis, courtesy of Pro Shingle, a professional roofing company. Meet the founder of Memphis Wrestling on Sunday, May 2nd. Tickets are available at championshipwrestlingmemphis.com.
This episode is brought to you by Spunk Lube. Spunk Lube is the perfect blend of water and silicone. It is an all-purpose personal lubricant that can be used for any occasion. You will love the natural feeling and look of it. It is safe for sensitive skin. Go to spunklube.com and tell them shooting the shiznit sent you. Right Notes, the first book by Twitter influencer Lance Levine. It's a wild ride down a path of musical adventure that recaps many random run-ins with rock royalty, such as U2, Slash, The Ramones, The Goo Goo Dolls, and many more. And all the crazy occurrences that have happened to him that trace back to music. All the Right Notes is 209 pages sure to bring a smile to your face and to remind you how much music has probably touched your life as well. All the right notes available now on Amazon in paperback for $14.99 and on Kindle for all you tech warriors for $9.99. Also at local Chicago bookstores, as well as Rolling Stone Records on Harlem and Irving. If you can't find it, ask for it by name. All the right notes by Lance Levine. And I have been told I could not put it down. I read it all in one day. So order it now and see what all the fuss is about. Be the first to see the brand new Memphis Wrestling Wrestle Center. Our grand opening is Sunday, May 2nd, featuring Memphis legend Jerry Jarrett, courtesy of Pro Shingle. Limited tickets are available now at championshipwrestlingmemphis.com. Ooh, busted. All right. <laughs> we are. Oh, she almost did the spit take. We're back I mean, with Miss <laughs> Kate. Thank you to our sponsors. We're back with Miss Kate, Chicago's sweetheart. Uh, we're back for part two. So we were talking about um, places that you've worked, and I know you just got back from Tampa. So this has to be, was this your first WrestleMania weekend? Yeah, um, I was super excited. I was surprised. Like I, I mean, I posted about it on Twitter, but I was like, I was happy enough to get one, let alone like two matches down there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, like it, it was a fun experience. Like I'm so happy I went. Like I met a bunch of people that obviously – um, across the country that I wouldn't normally mm-hmm. meet here. Um, and I've stayed, lo- stayed locally for a majority mm-hmm. of my career. So uh, my short wrestling career, I guess. <laughs> but um, yeah, so going to Florida was actually the first time I flew on a plane to go to a show. Everything mm-hmm. else has been driving. So yeah, it was like a bunch of firsts for me. And then it was awesome. It was a great. I was like really excited to do it. So I was envisioning like t- I have in my notes twelve girls in a car. Like that's what I like had envisioned. And like no. I always think of the guys that way. You know, I'm like, yeah. oh, the guys are going to Dallas for WrestleMania. So and I would always hear there's like seven of us going. We're going to yeah. pile into a car. So I'm like, well, what's the difference, girls, guys, whatever. So I'm like, yeah, there's probably you know seven girls in a Volkswagen driving to yeah. Tampa. So you flew. I so mean, that took yeah, that out of I the mean, equation. Yeah, means. Uh, yeah, I could think of like a couple of girls that like if it came down to it, we probably would that drive mm-hmm. be rough. But yeah, I can think of a couple of girls that would probably stack the car. Yeah. So they um not all that long ago, I mean, this was a very unique WrestleMania weekend. So not all that long ago, there were the days where there would be 25 indies, you know, for that weekend. And there'd yep. be guys who would work like 20 shows on that whole weekend. So you said you work two much yeah. different environment. I'm sure much different, a lot of like less way less fans, obviously. Right. Yeah. Um, the first show that I worked was uh GCW, but generation mm-hmm. uh, championship wrestling, not to get confused with the other GCW. Um, 
I worked with them, and then right after my match, I drove 15 minutes to my next match, where I pretty much, as soon as I got there, it was like match You're time. You're on. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so, which we ended up just having a bar fight, which was fun. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was, I don't know, the crowd, they wanted, they tried. They wanted to be there for us so bad, sure. and it's awesome for the people that did come out and support and the people that watched online and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Um, they try to be there for us as much as they could. Obviously, there's a lot of limitations right now. Um, but, yeah, I mean, even though it wasn't, like, a full experience, I it doesn't matter to me. Like, it was still it was still really fun. Yeah, super like, cool to work it. Yeah, 100%. And, like, next year maybe I'll – I'm down for doing it every day. Like, I'm whatever. Yeah. But, <laughs> well, I mean, I'll as things keep on getting better, hopefully, as things improve yeah. and the vaccina- vaccinations keep on going, hopefully things will open up more and more. So, <laughs> so you worked um, Renee Michelle, I want to yes. say? And I, then yes. – so and we're hoping JJ to get we're, we're working to get her on the show. One of these days we're going to have her on the show. So we got to <laughs> negotiate that one. So uh, and then JJ was the that was intergender and that was the bar fight. Yes, that looked like it was pretty wild, like literally in a bar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty fun. We just were just like there's trash cans thrown. I I like got a little bang can, uh, bang can, knocked it over his head. Mm-hmm. Um, he murdered me on his like double stomp in the corner. It was a great time. You should totally watch it. It's on. Yeah. YouTube. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to look for that. I'm going to look yeah. for that. And then Renee, you and Renee, I'm sure that was fun too. Yeah. I got to stuff a donut in her face at the end of the match. Is, and she was <laughs> probably still doing the, Oh, my pretty face gimmick. And yeah. And it was donut awesome in her pretty donut face. Too, so yeah. excellent. Excellent. <laughs> so, so speaking of JJ, that kind of leads me to a different, I want to go off topic of WrestleMania weekend just a little bit. So you're starting out kind of starting out in like the midst of this whole speaking out and me too, and all this stuff. So has any, have you ever had to deal with any bullshit like from any asshole guys? I mean, asshole girls, I think guys have the, market cornered on being assholes but have you ever had to deal with any of that kind of crap um not necessarily from guys like don't get me wrong you'll have guys here and there like say stupid things but never for me personally like it's never been more than that i've never had anybody try to physically try to do anything it's just always verbal and i just kind of tell them to f off and leave it yeah kind of leave it at that um so um, as far as that, yeah, I mean, girls, girls get catty. It's going to happen. But other than that, no, everything's been, for the most part, everyone's been pretty cool. And I think that with so much exposure to it last year, I think that's going to only make it better for, for women in the business, for people like you to not have to deal with that kind of shit. Cause everybody's going to, I don't want to say be on their best behavior, but act the way they should act as opposed yeah. to the way people were getting away with back in back before. Yeah. So. I mean, I don't know. Just people need to start like respecting each other again. Like it's just, it's mm-hmm. so like from, I don't know, all different angles. Like it's just too much negativity and all this crap. Like mm-hmm. just go, I just want to go back to having fun and wrestling and stuff like that. It's and, life's too short. Yeah. And you're obviously comfortable working intergender. Oh yeah. You love working intergender. Cause we've yes. had a lot of women on the show that say they love it because the guys are easier to work with than some of the girls. Yeah. And that's also due to, um, and it's no fault of the girls really. Um, but a lot of girls get like myself, uh, got thrown in sooner than mm-hmm. I would have liked. Um, and I know girls that will get thrown into having matches. They're like three months in and I'm like, 
you know, I was like six to eight months in. I still didn't feel ready when I got thrown mm-hmm. in. So it's, it's hard, um, especially all the girl. And obviously there's like one girl for every 20 guys. Right. Right. And all the girls that are super talented and like know their stuff and our vets, they're all signed now. So right now we're, as far as on the Indies, we're, we're all in that weird limbo stage for the most mm-hmm. part. Mm-hmm. So we're all trying to figure it out together. So working guys, um, like I was just saying, there's more guys than girls. Working guys, there's a lot more experience there. So from like a learning standpoint and mm-hmm. like uh, I guess like a confidence standpoint and being comfortable and stuff, yeah, that's why I like intergender matches because you have somebody who's e- more – you're more likely to have somebody who's equal or more experienced than you. Where a girl right now, it's like either pretty even or less than. Yeah. Well, what's good is you're saying that, you know, a lot of the good indie girls are getting signed. So that leaves more opportunity for people like you that have come (laughs) along really rapidly. And, you know, you're you're making a name for yourself and you're getting yourself out there. and working. So, no, it's like I said, like the last match that I that I watched was um, actually I mentioned it before. I I think in one of my emails to you, I mentioned it that uh, it was you and Elena Black 2019. It was outdoors for Zello. Yeah. Is that the name of it? Yeah. yeah. And so the guy was heckling you guys the whole time. He just, and I wrote it down. Don't tell me to shut up. I'm your father. Do you remember <laughs> that? Yeah. It was like, he, I don't, I don't know if it was a fan. It had to be a fan recording. I don't think it was a, the, the show recorded it. So this guy was heckling her. I think nonstop. Don't tell me, don't tell me to shut up. I'm your father. Yeah. So I'm like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> you guys um, had to have heard it. Oh my God. No. Yeah. So that was the show that uh, whole footage is the show recording it. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, he was at every baseball show. He was having <laughs> a lot of fun. But he yeah. wasn't realizing that he was kind of very distracting <laughs> from the match and whatnot. Um, so, yeah, a lot of people weren't happy. <laughs> I but, don't... I mean, it is what it is, you know? Yeah. I mean, the fans pay the money so they can yeah, say what exactly. they want. You know, there's that whole argument. But you guys, uh, I mean, the chemistry was great. The match was actually great. So the fact that you're telling me that there was a distraction, you couldn't tell. As a, oh, as a fan okay. watching it on YouTube, you couldn't tell. So, and then uh, he kept on yelling to you, ankle lock, ankle lock. So you probably remember it all really well. Yeah. So I, I, I think <laughs> there was another match, I think from probably right around that same time, it was a tag match and you and Shotzi were involved. And I remember Storm Grayson getting in his face and telling him to shut the fuck up or something. Yeah. So, cause I think he was seconding Elena at that time or something. Yeah. So anyway, all right. So back to WrestleMania. So did you go to the WrestleMania shows at all? Were you able to so- go to those? No, I didn't. I was actually flying out as the WrestleMania started. Um, I didn't book my flight. It was all up to, you know, the booker. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so I don't know. I was, like, trying. I was so upset because I was, like, on the wrong side of the plane because I was trying to see if I could see the start of it or, like, at least part of it. Uh-huh. But um, I didn't. But good news is when I flew in originally, um, when I was picked up, we passed the stadium. So okay. we started seeing them start to put stuff together. So I'm like, at least I saw the start of it. And there then I got home and then obviously like, I mean, I only watched half a mania cause I was like dead. Uh, and then I just pretty much had a full mania day on Sunday and I didn't leave my house. And got, <laughs> got caught up. Did you, so did you see Bianca and Sasha then? Oh my God. Yeah. 
Oh was my it, God. Was it as inspiring to you as it was to like a, an older guy like me watching that? I was like, man, I am like welling up watching fucking Bianca yeah. welling up at the beginning of the match. That was Hell such yeah. a great moment. Yeah. So, no, yeah. so you were able to watch it. You watch it the next day. Yeah, I watched it the next day and because I was like, I don't want to be tired watching this. And it was so hard not to look at my phone because it was all yeah. these spoilers. And I unfortunately right, right. saw that Bianca one. Um, I was like, no, I wanted to live it out in the match, but that's okay. But no, yeah, the second they got out there, it was just like, yeah, you felt that emotion. I mean, from like a chick totally. standpoint, feeling yeah. that from the crowd and feeling the crowd behind you and like knowing like where women's wrestling was compared to, or, you know, in um, the limelight and whatnot in WWE yeah. compared to where it is now. And now they're main eventing one night of a WrestleMania and they pulled it off yeah. like a, amazing. Like it was, yeah, it was very emotional. Can can you very imagine emotional. if there had been the like eighty thousand people or whatever that place holds? Can you imagine if that place was packed for that match? What the reaction? I mean, it was already a great reaction, yeah, with whatever it was twenty thousand people. But I can mm -hmm. only imagine what that would have been like had they. No, had I'm getting like goosebumps now, like thinking about it. Like, <laughs> yeah, but very yeah, cool. so yeah, it would have been insane. Yeah. So, have you done any work with Shimmer at all? Have you worked with them or? So no, hopefully in the future one day. But um, I well, was, I mean, based in Chicago for the most part, so I mean, yeah. it's got to be something that could possibly fall together pretty easily, I would imagine. Yeah, I um actually right before quarantine hit, um Rise. I don't know if you're familiar with Rise. Mm -hmm. there, yeah. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. So they're Rise and Shimmer are kind of like sister companies in a sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was going to have like a like there's like a two day tryout that they were like advertising for a while. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um a bunch of girls that they're trying to introduce. And then like, um, obviously from there, depending on who was watching, maybe would have got a spot on shimmer the, that Sunday, yeah. because it was like shimmer Friday, Saturday, or I'm sorry, uh, rise Friday, Saturday, shimmer Sunday. Um, but yeah, that's the closest that I've ever gotten. Um, I mean, I've helped, I've been at the shows. I've like watched some of the shows, um, mm -hmm. tried to help out if I could, but, um, yeah, I mean, not yet. But that means it wasn't my time yet. So. Right. I think it's a natural because, I mean, all your the fact that you're based here and they run their shows here. Now, at this point, I think it's just a matter of quarantine being over because to pack the number of people that they put into that building normally in Berwyn for yeah. shows, it's going to have to either change or they're going to have to insist that everybody's vaccinated or whatever the case may be. So, mm. I, I mean, I think it's just a matter of time before you start with them. Um, so we mentioned your first match was with your very first match was Shotzi Blackheart. Mm. And you feel like you've really improved a lot, come a long way. Yes. <laughs> like I'll watch, I've watched it back maybe a total of five times. Okay. Um, Just to, for myself, I guess, to remind myself, you know, um, like you started here and now you're here. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I'm just like, oh my God, I'm so happy. I'm like yeah. so happy that I stuck with it. And I'm like, like looking back, like for that being my first match and being like knowing how inexperienced I was and nervous and stuff, I'm like, okay, I can honestly say it wasn't as bad as it could have been. <laughs> no, it was um, fine. It was fine. Right? And like I said, it's like a natural progression to see, you know, you've gotten so smooth and you're always in the right place at the right time. I always argue this with um with Brian. 
I am not a fan of Randy Orton. I just am not. And yet, yeah, and yet he'll always defend him and say he's always in the right place at the right time and he makes everybody else that he works with look so good. And so I'm thinking like you're always you're in the right place at the right time all the time in all the matches that I've seen. Like you're you're you never appear to be green or anything like that. So I will tell you that for sure. So um and then early on you worked Thunder Rosa too. I saw that like really early in your career. You worked her too. So talk about working with her. Um, it was definitely an experience. Uh, she was, um, so she was like my second or third match. I'm yeah, it was early. Um, so yeah, she, I think she also didn't realize how new I was. And I, that was also my fault for not maybe <laughs> telling her. By the um, way, I'm new. So take yeah. it easy on me over here. <laughs> That's what one of my lessons learned. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't the match that I wanted with her, mm-hmm. um, but, like, yeah, she – I remember that day I was just like, hey, if you're in Chicago, can you, like, <laughs> help a girl out, you know? <laughs> um, yeah. But, no, I've always wanted to, like – I know she has, like, a wrestling school in Texas now. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, maybe one of these days for, like, a month or something. Um, But, no, I definitely one of these days would love to have a rematch with her. Um, I feel like I've – especially from that match, I've grown a lot and like Mm -hmm. my confidence has grown a lot. And yeah, I mean, she's awesome. She's definitely, she can have a match with anybody. I've never seen her have a match where it wasn't entertaining or it didn't work or something like that. So yeah. Well, well, that's what AEW dark is for. So I'm just going to set that out there and I'm sure they'll start touring again and they'll start taping, you know, wherever they're at on Wednesdays, they're going to start taping again. So just yeah. saying, they'll probably be in Chicago. They love Chicago. Hopefully. So, so how does it, I mean, it's got to make you feel really great that you like shot to see where Shotzi's at and to see mm-hmm. where Rose is at now. It's got to make you feel great. To yeah. See. And in fact, Elena black for that matter, to yeah. see where all three of them are at right now. Oh yeah. It's weird. Cause it's like not weird. Like in a good way, weird. But yeah, like Elena Black. Like one day I'm training with her, and then like she's like, "Oh, I just got signed." I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "That's yeah. so cool." Um, but no, yeah, definitely. I'm like, I'm. Don't get me wrong. Like I know how fortunate I am, and I try not to take that for granted. Right. Of people that I've had matches with, um, and the people that I've been surrounded by. So I'm really lucky of the minds that I'm surrounded by and whatnot. But mm-hmm. um. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's crazy because it's like it's right there. So I'm like, it, it really makes me like hungrier, I guess. Yeah. You know? So are, are there I, I guess I'll say girls, but I guess are there people, are there wrestlers in your circle or that you work with that are jealous of Elena? Because Elena is like young, really young. Yeah. And the fact that she's already in NXT. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you feel that? I know I'm not saying you, but yeah. you feel like is there a jealousy factor? going in with her especially because she's so young um, of course i'm jealous i'm gonna be in nxt too um <laughs> i'm just kidding but um no i mean she was for the most part like i don't see it jealousy in a bad way if anything it's more of like okay she's there it's more of like a friendly i can do that you know what i mean I can, yeah yeah, yeah so i, I don't do see it as like a jealousy like oh screw that bitch sort of thing <laughs> like, uh, oh that's cool she's there okay i want to get there too you know what i mean so yeah it's more inspiring than anything else yeah because yeah, so, yeah. like i'm quoting you you said girls could be catty yeah. you know so i'm just thinking like there's there's got to be some people that are just like damn that she's already signed i can't believe it you know there I has mean, to be that. if there is i haven't come across anybody who yeah. said anything to me 
Um, I mean, I wouldn't doubt it because, I mean, you don't know what's in people's heads, but. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's different with like Shotzi because I feel like I've seen Shotzi on the indies for years. And mm. I mean, she's been around for years. So I think that she's earned it. She's she's gotten there and she's busted her yeah. ass. Yeah, I can remember how many oh times God, I've yeah. seen her blading and just diving on chairs and crazy shit like that. So it's, yeah, it's gotta I remember, be different. I remember seeing her when she was supposed to do Tough Enough and it like broke my heart. Um, when she had like the red hair and she wasn't able to do it because of her, yeah. uh, like she had a heart condition or something like that. Okay. Um, so it was like really crazy too, like knowing, like seeing that on TV and now I'm like wrestling her <laughs> and I was just like, I felt for you so much. You don't even know. Yeah. Um, it was so, it was weird watching that match in the commentary on that match with you and her. They called her the they called her the filthy Filipino. And I'm like, man, that was only a few years ago. I don't think they can get away with that line anymore. Yeah. Because I mean, I'm sure that was her line. I'm sure she gave I it think to them, I think it was because they, you know, they always ask, like, what's your yeah. moniker? What's this, that, that? Right. So So that was before you were a Chicago sweetheart. So they didn't call yeah. you that. I don't think they called <laughs> that. So all right, a couple questions about fans before we uh wrap up. So you've had to have had some fan, some weird fan interactions. I always like to ask the ladies. What are some of the war weird? I know you've arrived because you're getting the posts from the I want to bookings and signings you guy. So you've <laughs> oh, arrived on social media because he's already found you. So there's mm-hmm. got to be some weird fan interactions that you could talk about. It's more so just like the messages mm-hmm. where it's like, I've never met you. And you're like, be my girlfriend, marry me, <laughs> like stuff like that. And I'm like, bruh, I'm like, I don't, I've never seen you in person. Like, right. <laughs> Like what? I don't, I don't know what you want me to tell you, dude. Um, but yeah, it's like more so like that. I haven't gotten like any like dick pics or anything like uh, that. Um, not that yet, thankfully. Yeah. No dick Usually pics. I'm not going to uh, lie. If I see somebody like that sent a picture nine times out of 10, I like don't open it. Right. right. Um, because I'm like, if it's like something like fan art or something, I usually get tagged in it. So I'm like, it's possible I did. And I just did, ignored it. And uh, <laughs> Good. Better. Yeah. So um, overall, social media, yay or nay? Ooh, I'm like a hard center. Like, I don't know. Like, it causes a lot of problems, but at the same time, I'm like, if it wasn't for that, like, I wouldn't have been booked in Tampa. You know what I mean? Yeah. It it acts as your marketing in a sense, but you Mm got to put up with all the bullshit that comes with it. Yeah, and, like, part of the bullshit that comes with it, unfortunately, is, like, now, because everything's social media, everything is, like, super quick, um, Mm -hmm. it's a lot... From what I've seen, I could be wrong, but I feel like a lot of people are worried more about clips than they are wrestling. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, that's where that's hurting wrestling in that sense. But at the same Mm -hmm. time, it could elevate you and like get eyes on you. So it's always it's always going to be one of those things. Yeah, there's the pluses and the minuses. Yeah. So you have. you have Patreon. I know you have Patreon with like 75 levels. And I I started reading <laughs> I that. And I, before, I'm like, okay. God, I can't keep up with this. I started reading that and I, I there was too much math. So I had to bail on that. <laughs> so you've got Patreon. So there's Patreon, there's OnlyFans, there's things like that. So is there a fine line between creating content and going too far? I mean, what is it that guys are, I guess your customers are, I'm sure mostly guys, but what yeah. is it that, what is it, what are you putting on? sites like that and like i said where does what's the fine line between too much and what guys are actually looking for yeah i mean like for me i don't i don't know this is this was always my thought process i'm like if i go to the north avenue beach right i'm wearing a bikini everybody could see me in a bikini so i'm like 
to me, there's that's like my line. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, no nudes coming from me. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> but Got that. Um, no nudes and don't send dick pics. We're making yeah. that official announcement. <laughs> that's appreciated. That's um, but no, so like I don't really. That's kind of my wheelhouse. Um, I know some girls are more comfortable showing more. Some girls aren't comfortable showing more. Um, but yeah, I think it all depends on the person and mm-hmm. how you feel with your body. So I have my beliefs and how I am. So I'm like, that's my limit. Is it, um, is it financially feasible? Is it like, is it paying off? Is it good? So now it is starting to, um, I was having issues with my Patreon for like multiple things and it uh-huh. pretty much got me to the point where I was just like, I don't want anything to do with it. Uh, <laughs> um, and it was just hard to make sure of that. And it was just hard to keep up with and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's why now I like narrowed it down to like four things. And I, to me, I'm like, it's simple to keep track of. Mm-hmm. Um, so like now that I've like redone it or what it had a little reboot, it's starting to get better again. So that's for anybody who wonders um, where the money's going, it's literally going right and back into wrestling. Like it's going into gear, like uh, gas, like all that stuff. Yeah. So. I'm not going and like chilling downtown, like at a rooftop drinking. You know what I mean? That's not where the money's going. So, right. So, I mean, I guess that in a sense, that's what people are turning to, especially the female wrestlers are turning to as an income base, as opposed to merch. I mean, or to supplement the merch, I guess. Yeah. Because you guys, I mean, nobody's had shows per se, you know, Mm -hmm. at least in great quantity in the last year or so. So I think it's an interesting progression that, you know, people are turning to other means to, to, mm-hmm. you know, to drive income. Yeah, so. And it's awesome too, because I'm like, you get to interact with fans on there. So like, there's like Patreon has like, you know, you can message and stuff like that. Um, and like comment back and forth. So it's like another way to like. To connect. Yeah. To connect and interact without all the extra social media crap. You know what right. I mean? Where it's just right. like, okay, it's just you and your specific fans, um, which is cool to me. So, Cool. So um, we're wrapping it up. So a couple final questions. Uh, I think we've already mentioned what your favorite junk food is. I do, like, people that know me know that I'm into junk food, I'm into wrestling, I'm into music. So I got to mm-hmm. ask you what your favorite junk food is, if it's not donuts. <laughs> of course it's donuts. Um, okay. But uh, donuts, Chicago, like, I, I'm a foodie. So there's, if you... I'd be surprised if you can name something that I don't like. <laughs> okay. So yeah, deep dish pizza and hot dogs, the whole nine yards. All the good stuff. stuff. Gotcha. Okay. Favorite band. Oh, I'm not good at favorites. I'm like, I have different favorites for different reasons. So like, okay. I like, um, Evanescence. I used to listen to a lot growing mm. up. Um, I'm more of like a, I guess like alternative rock, alternative, like punk rock in that realm. So like blink 182, um, I guess that realm, but don't get me wrong. I'm a huge Justin Bieber fan. He slipped uh, through the cracks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, I'm trying to see if I have it convenient. Let me see here. Hold on. Here it is. Nice. Brand new. I don't nice. know if you knew it. It came out yet. So, I didn't know. No, yeah, that, I, didn't, so, I didn't even know they got back together. The last yeah, time brand new Evanescence. So my the music podcast that I do, my CDs are all right here. You can't see them, but I've yeah. got like a thousand CDs against the wall here, and that's the gimmick of the the other podcast. Is I grab one at random and talk about that album for half nice. an hour. So anyway, I knew when you said Evanescence, I'm like, I got it right here. I just got nice. it. So I've Hell only had yeah. it for like 
a week or two. So it's really good. It sounds it exactly is? like, yeah, it sounds we'll, exactly we'll like what you would expect. Yeah, there's oh, nothing. Good. You're not going to be listening to it like, well, this doesn't sound like Evanescence. This is disappointing. No, it's okay. exactly the same exact stuff. So you would like it. Okay. Um, so that's it. That's everything we got. So put your merch over. Uh, where is, what's your Patreon? What other, where can people find your merch? Um, you can find my merch. Uh, oh my God, I'm bad at this. Pro Wrestling Tees, <laughs> Miss Kate. Um, yep. Just in a little search box, Miss Kate. All the fun yep. shirts will pop up. The Krispy Kreme shirt will pop up. Yep. Um, Patreons also Miss Kate. I think it's Miss. I don't know if it's Miss Kate or Miss Kate Eleven. Either way, I have it linked either through my Instagram or my Twitter. Fuzzy, sorry. Um, and then, um, yeah, Instagrams Miss Kate Eleven. Twitter's Miss Kate Eleven. Um, What's Eleven? So it's again Jack growing up. So I was born November twenty third. Okay. Well, obviously, uh, JFK wasn't that JFK day. JFK got shot November twenty third. Wasn't that it? The assassination really? day. Yeah. You, you didn't just, know that? No. That's your I birthday. Doing man. Okay, that's all I knew. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I didn't know that. Oh well, you just made my birthday feel terrible now. Weird. Uh, yeah. My ex-wife's birthday was on the day that O.J. Simpson was found innocent. So that ruined her birthday, too. So that's oh, okay. Oh, gosh. So. Oh, no. <laughs> so, all right. So, the 11. So yeah. So, um, obviously, like, being in sports, so you usually pick your birthday, right? Well, 23 is always taken because, you know, so Chicago, November. Jordan, all that stuff. Which yeah. I'm like, I'm an original 23 posers. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, I just switched over to the 11. So, and my joke always was, like, in soccer and stuff. Like, yeah. I'm so good. I need two ones on my shirt. Even though it wasn't true at all. But, yeah. There you <laughs> go. And then you've got shows upcoming. I know you've got one in Milwaukee, right? Yes. Um, with Bruce City, I'm going to go against Evil Sierra. Um, and then I also have another one coming up May 1st at Zello. It's going to be a triple threat with Hyun and Blair Onyx, which will be interesting. We've had Hyan a couple times on the show, and she's amazing. Yeah. She's great. yeah. We've Love never had a match together, so I think it'll work out really well. And yeah. who's the third person in that one? Blair Onyx. So her and I have worked together. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. So hmm. those are coming up. When's that one? In May. Uh, May first is Zello, and I don't remember exactly. I'm horrible. Numbers and names is not my thing. Um, but it'll be on your Twitter. I'm sure. Yes, it'll be. I'll be Patreon, Twitter, all that stuff. I'm always retweeting, posting, storying, whatever. Awesome. Awesome. So thank you so much for coming on with us, Missa. It's been like so fun talking to you. So and talking <laughs> about donuts and music and things like oh my that. God, so, go wrong. Hello. <laughs> so thanks to you. Thanks to the listeners for checking us out this time. And don't forget, I have fun everywhere I go. Thank you. Did you enjoy that episode? Cash App us. That's right. Dollar sign B-T-S-T-S. Cash App us. One dollar, two dollars. If you cash app us over twelve dollars, I'll give you one year of Patreon for free. Graphic design is very important. Your logo is the first image potential customers see. What kind of impression would you want to make today? Need a podcast logo or a t-shirt design? KT does art. Her name has become synonymous with quality and professionalism in the graphic design community. She specializes in graphic design, painting, and more. She provides affordable commissions and professional quality with a timely delivery. Contact KT via email at kt underscore does art at yahoo.com. Check out her Instagram at instagram.com slash kt underscore does art.
Hey, that was another great episode of Shooting the Shiznit. We're currently looking for contestants for who wants to be the best Shiznitter ever championship 2021. A shout out to our sponsors this month. And also, we have Patreon. We're at www.patreon.com slash shooting the shiznit without a G. A big thank you and a shout out to Bob McGee at Pro Wrestling, Between the Sheets, and Gene Jackson at localstolegends.com. You can reach us on Twitter at comicbookmarkbt, Instagram BT shooting the shiznit without a G, Facebook shooting the shiznit with a G, and we're also at Cool Kids Wrestling and MMA Talk. You gotta ask to get in. If we don't like you, we'll kick you out. That's right. And you can get all the archives to all the episodes at www.stspod.club. All right, let's do a roll call of my favorite podcast. So my favorite non-wrestling podcast would be Who's Right Podcast, Paul Boy's Podcast, The Official Podcast, Man Brain Podcast, I'm Fat Podcast, and my buddies over there, Richard Josh at Radio. Hey guys, thanks for joining us today. And remember, keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars.